Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's holy word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today we find ourselves here on Monday, January 10th in Acts 16. We're going to read from verse 16 to 24. But first, as we do on other Mondays, lifting up our hearts, a prayer from John Calvin. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, since you have instructed us by the doctrine of your law and gospel, and daily designed to make known your will to us with familiarity, that we may remain fixed in the true obedience of this teaching in which your perfect justice is manifested, and may we never be moved away from your worship. May we be prepared, whatever happens, rather to undergo a hundred deaths than to turn aside from the profession of true piety in which we know our safety to be laid up. And may we so glorify your name as to be partakers of that glory that has been acquired for us through the blood of your only begotten Son. Amen. All right, as I said, we're reading from Acts chapter 16, uh, verse 16 through 24. It's a little bit of a short passage, not much happening, but the next passage is a big and famous one, the Philippian jailer being converted. And that's a lot of text, so we might have a short one today. Again, the eight, the eight verses from verse 16 through 24 of chapter 16. Hear the word of the Lord. As we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners much gain by fortune telling. She followed Paul and us, crying out, These men are servants of the Most High God who proclaim to you the way of salvation. And this she kept doing for many days. Paul, having become greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out at that very hour. But when her owners saw that their hope of gain was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers. When they had brought them to the magistrates, they said, These men are Jews and they are disturbing our city. They advocate customs that are not lawful for us as Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in attacking them, and the magistrates tore the garments off them and gave orders to beat them with rods. And when they inflicted many blows upon them, they threw them into prison, ordering the jailer to keep them safely. Having received this order, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. While not very many verses here, this is a rather interesting story, isn't it? We have Paul and Silas walking about this city, and we find that they come across a slave girl who has this spirit of divination that has identified them as servants of the Most High God who are proclaiming the way of salvation. Now, I'm not sure why it is that Paul is so annoyed, as it says here, greatly annoyed about this slave girl. She is telling the truth. She's being being very clear about who they are, and that's who they are. They are servants of the Most High God proclaiming the way of salvation. But Paul gets annoyed. You know, perhaps she was interrupting. Perhaps they were trying to go about and, and have conversations with people, and she is yelling these things, and it's, it's disrupting everything that's going on. But Paul, being annoyed, turns and says to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. And so we see, first off, the power that Paul has in the name of Jesus, not Paul's power by himself, but in the name of Jesus, to command evil spirits. This is important. This is showing us that, that the name of Jesus is powerful, and, and there is this proclamation of the gospel that is going out, 
And Paul is giving the word of God. He is proclaiming this, and it's shown in the fact that when he speaks these things, they come to pass. Well, that seems pretty cool in and of itself, right? But something happens. We see that those who own the slave girl are not very happy because they were obviously making money, uh, and that is gone. And so what do they do? They take Paul and Silas, and they drag them into the marketplace before the rulers. Now, what's interesting here is they make it seem as though Paul and Silas are doing something bad in the civic sphere. They they make it seem as though they are they are trying to upset the Roman way. Uh, they're really letting us know here that they weren't concerned about that. They were they were concerned about losing money, and they wanted to get them right. But they say that Paul and Silas advocate customs not lawful for us as Romans. Uh, to accept a practice. Now, remember, Paul and Silas are also Roman citizens. They have rights. And because of that, they should not be beaten. That, that was the way things were. But the magistrates get upset with them. They're beaten with rods. They're inflicted with all the, these blows. They are beaten for the cause of Christ. They are persecuted by these people. We've seen persecution from from the religious leaders in in Jerusalem. We've seen other persecution, and now we're seeing it among the Romans. They don't like what's going on. In this this case, it it was personal. But God is doing something here, right? We trust that they are going to be protected. We trust that God is going to use what is happening to proclaim the gospel and to bring people to faith. Paul and Silas, even though their rights are being trampled on as Roman citizens, they still... They still continue to do what they do. And we're going to see that with the Philippian jailer coming up. But as we think about what this means for us today, and and I've talked about this before earlier on in Acts, but I think it, it drives home something for us. Paul and Silas were out doing the work of the gospel, and they continue to do it. Even when the odds were against them, even when they're mistreated, even when their rights are trampled upon, They don't stop. And we see that as we go through the book of Acts. But God is doing something here. God is using even the bad stuff that happens to Paul and Silas to advance the gospel. And as I said, we're going to see that on Wednesday when we read about the conversion of the Philippian jailer. But it's important for us to remember that even when things are hard, even when things are difficult, we are not to stop proclaiming the gospel. We're not, not to stop giving all credit and glory to God. No matter what happens, even if even if bad things try to stop us, may we have the strength to continue to proclaim the gospel and to continue to spread his word even in the face of adversity. May God give us that strength. And may we start to do that before the adversity comes. May we be faithful to proclaim God's word today and every day. Let us go to prayer. Gracious God, We thank you for the freedom that we have in Jesus. We ask that you would bless us with boldness to proclaim your truth as we sojourn in your world today. May we be a voice for your gospel to all those that we come into contact with. On this Monday, we cry out to you and we lift up to you all who proclaim the gospel. We lift up teachers and pastors, missionaries and evangelists. We pray for elders and deacons serving you in your church. Grant to them strength and perseverance. And we ask that you would give them all deeper insight into your word, that they may be blessed with greater discernment to do your will in your world. 
for you are a gracious God. And so we lift up these prayers to you, knowing that you are our good Father and you care for your people. Grant us greater faith through your word and spirit to trust in you more and more each and every day. Through Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. Okay, have yourself a good start to the week. Have a great Monday. Hope to see you Wednesday. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available each week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel. 